Take a little trip, take a little trip, take a little trip and see. Take a little trip, take a little trip, take a little trip with me. Take those keys for us, Caitlin. to the bowels of Spiky Ball Studios here in the basement of our beautiful church. I'd like to introduce the host of this show. It's your two-time two Residence Club Award winner, Mr. Pete Van Dyke, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Dave. Welcome, everyone, live from the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke, and we are the I am the host of the greatest late-night Right there, podcast ever to come out of Canada, bar none. And I believe we are that way because we have the greatest band in Canadian late night history. The Nocturnal Emissions, everybody at home. Drop your dishes and clap. I'll tell you, tonight's lineup is stacked. We got on bongos back there. That guy's Brandon McIntosh. Let's hear it from at home, folks. On lead guitar, that's Steve the Reluctant German, everybody. Who's that on vocals and cowbell, you might ask? That's the master of industry, the man that writes the music for the show, the rooster, Dave Charters. A tickle of skins back there, making it sound so sweet. That's the French tickler. Cap everybody, let's hear more. 
and right back where he belongs, hanging low between our legs. That's the balls of the nocturnal emissions. That's my absolute favorite. Whiskey Wes Hagens, everyone. And on keyboards tonight, a special treat. The apple of my eye, the fruit of my loins. My daughter, Caitlin Van Dyke, everyone. And there's only one way to get this show started. We got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. All we gotta wait for is these guys to stop. Excellent opener, everybody. Yeah. I think you're all to be commended, except for Mike Bo, of course. Yeah. He deserves only to be shunned for not being a part of that. Jordan, our cameraman, was on percussion that I didn't introduce him. He was tapping on his uh, thigh during that oh. performance. I don't know if you picked that up. I could feel it. Did you feel that? He yeah. contributed as well. I feel he was part of the Nocturnal Missions as well. So I apologize for not introducing him during the opener. You Apology know accepted. Do? I'm going to do something. Right now, we have to let my daughter, Caitlin, off the hook, right? Because I don't want her to be any more uncomfortable. Also, I don't want her to hear uh, some of the stuff that will come out of her father's mouth that will probably result in uh, a very costly therapy. A lot of it's filthy. Yeah. Usually, I regret hearing it after. But Caitlin, we all w thank you very much. Come back anytime you like. Awesome job. Thank you. We need more keys. That's yeah, what I think. For what sure. do you mean? It's like it's the one piece of the puzzle that the nocturnal emissions has been missing. You know what we need? Well, Brandon McIntosh, I'm going to ask you a question. Would you uh, would you care to uh, sit behind the keyboard and maybe get what? a mic? Uh, get a mic because uh, maybe we just have a guy like Brandon sit down there. I can't play keyboard. No. Brandon, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> bullshit, you can't. I heard you and Steve the Reluctant German, you're starting the, the newest uh, jam band. The, no that way. it's going to take the world by storm. Do you have a name for it yet? I don't know. Marmalade? <laughs> <laughs> Marmalade's not bad. I like marmalade. That's jam. <laughs> 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 How about... Uh, ignore my dad, Jim. You got me with that one. You got any uh, band <laughs> names that are hiding in the uh, old chambers there, Charters? Well, nothing I'm ready to stay over there. Oh, you don't want to give it away, you know? Oh. Well, I got one I'm, I'm willing to give away. Wes, you got one in the chamber? I see he's kind of chomping at the bit, no? No, I'm thinking of what Murr would name bands. What's that? Well, it, that you, guy, I don't know. It's, uh, has he come up like with some? Donkey Dick Pussy Fart would be a good band name for him. I love them. Donkey Dick Pussy Fart, they had a good first album, but their second album was a bit weaker, you know? DDPF, it says on the drum skin on the front of the bass drum. DDPF. It's DDPF. I can see it. Yeah. I don't, I'm, not, I'm on Merce's side on this one. I got to tell you, to be quite honest with you. I always thought it cool. When I was a kid, I heard somebody suggest a band name called Vertical Smile. And I just always thought that would be cool because you just show like a vagina, but you put teeth in it. And then uh, you say, no, no, it's a vertical smile, but you'd have like a clit and, and like pubic hair and everything all around it, you know? No, it's just a guy with a goatee and a vertical smile, you know? But you could put it right in your album cover, like a, a human woman's vagina. <laughs> That's what I thought as a child, is what I'm saying. Like, I've uh, <laughs> outgrown those thoughts, except for not. It's awesome, right, still? <laughs> you only think about it all the time. You know? Yeah. Vertical smile, your album covers a vagina with teeth. Fuck, man, that's a great band. It's gold. <laughs> We're going platinum, baby. <laughs> That was number two to Nocturnal Emissions, because you know that you didn't come up with the name The Nocturnal Emissions, and we couldn't call you Nocturnal Emissions, because Nocturnal Emissions is taken by some guy in the 80s who came up with this like weird, like just techno bleep, bleep, bloop, bloop shit, mm. and uh, called himself Nocturnal Emissions. That band, a uh, guy's from Britain or whatever? Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, you guys are the nocturnal emissions, you know. And uh, I think if I asked each and every one of you when I named the band, if I would say, "Hey, do you think that's a good idea to name you guys the nocturnal emissions?" Um, most of you would disagree, right? Maybe not Wes. Wes, would you agree to if I said to you, "Hey, you know, 
uh, you want to start a band, and then you're like, oh, I love to play bass. I like to be in this band. But then you're like, I'm going to call it The Nocturnal Emissions, right? I'd be okay with that. You'd be okay? Yeah. Charters, you? At the time, I thought it was an uh, interesting name. Right. Comical, even. Right. But I've really grown into it. <laughs> right. Now, you think if we made it to the big time, let's say we're on like a network American television show with huge corporate sponsorship, right? And the house band of the new late night talk show hosted by Pete Van Dyke is uh, with the house band, The Nocturnal Emissions. Do you think that would be allowed? Or do you think we'd have to change it to Nocturnal E or something like that? I would never want to change it. Really? Yeah. You would, if I said, Dave, I think it's about time we change the nocturnal emissions to nocturnal E and we just stopped saying it's about coming in your bed at night when you sleep. And then, uh, and you would say, no, Pete, I want to play martini bars and I want to play golf courses and I want high end gigs. And what those people like are bands that na are named after coming in your bed sheets at night. Yeah. Right. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. You put such a such a remarkable case forward, Charters. Thanks. That I cannot uh, I dispute just, it. I like seeing it on the website when you go to like uh, the Martini Bar's website and click on Saturday Entertainment, <laughs> and you see the Nocturnal Emissions written there. Yeah, Saturday Entertainment at the High Flute and Martini Bar on the Lake yeah. is going to be just jizzing in your own bed sheets <laughs> against your will. Yeah. You have no control over it. <laughs> no control. You wake up in a shock and you actually feel really bad about it. <laughs> what have I done? Especially if you're raised Catholic. It's not a good morning to wake up with fucking sticky sheets, you know? When I was a kid, there was this fellow I went to grade school with, and he used to always take me to the back of the playground at the grade school, and he would tell me secrets, you know? He'd say, Pete, I don't want anyone else to hear this. Let's go to the back corner, you know? So we go to the back corner of the playground, right where the fence, it was the furthest away from the school, and he'd tell me secrets, you know? And the one time he told me, because he had older brothers, he had older brothers, and he was just like a, a young, naive kid, but his, he was like an accident. His parents had him way after. He should, they, they should have stopped, you know? So his brothers were way too old, so he was exposed to things that are beyond his time. Where I was one of the older kids, so this was like uh, a fountain of knowledge for me, you know? So I really appreciate it. That's why he would always tell me the secrets. So he brought me to the back of the playground, and he told me one time, there's something that comes out of your dick, it's not pee, and it's <laughs> sticky like orange juice, is what he told me. Like orange orange juice. juice, right? And uh, so I remember thinking, like, that sounds far-fetched, you know? <laughs> that orange juice type viscous yeah. stuff is going to shoot out of my You're penis. You're your brothers are fucking with you. Right? Yeah, I'm like, this guy's, his brother's just messing with him, you know? Yeah. But sure as shit, I woke up uh, one morning after having a really weird dream about uh, me falling on top of an alien on a train <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and my sheets were uh, <laughs> sticky like orange juice, you know? And I remember putting it almost very close to my face. And examining it, you know, like, what is this? Like, this is not something I'm familiar with, you know? And then I'm like, this must be what that fucking Portuguese kid was talking about. <laughs> what was this? Like, this must be that orange juice stuff, you know? Did he, Anyways. What? Did, did, was one of his secrets also that before he lived in the house he lives in now, he lived in a blue house? Yeah. He probably, yeah, exactly, yeah. He brought me to the back to tell me that secret. Yeah. And he was really, him. don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone before I live in the house I live in now. I lived in a blue house. I'm like, you That's piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I would never hang out with a friend who lived in a blue house. He told me a secret once. He said, uh, you know who I'm talking oh, about? 100%. Did I let the cat out of the bag? Yeah. He told me a secret <laughs> once on the phone. He said, don't tell anyone, but I'm, I'm thinking about taking drumming lessons. <laughs> that is a real heart like like if you go blab that around town on the internet like I we're know. doing right now what are people gonna think oh my god you better fucking follow through with it and become a great drummer yeah that's what i say that was last year <laughs> a 45 year old man like saying <laughs> i'm gonna take up the drums and like yeah. oh you have two babies at home like perfect time <laughs> just to bang loud at things in your house <laughs> is when you have two kids under three Good move, buddy. <laughs> Does he listen to our show? Probably no. not. 
It's funny sure that I we've told right so many stories about this guy over the years on our show, but we have no idea if he listens to all these things. And we we just like blatantly tell stories about him. I think there's people that have figured out who we're talking about by now. Well, some people can. Yeah, sure. definitely. Some people have heard the same secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's gross, man. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we are talking today because I'm in dire need of a haircut, you know. Steve, sorry about this. I'm going to talk about it right in front of you. Sorry, sorry Wes. Okay. But, uh, and do you, what do you guys think? You're two guys with, like, uh, hair loss uh, issues, right? You're in the, you're, you're full of so much manliness that you have so much testosterone that it's popped your hairs out of the top of your head, right? Yeah. Right, both you guys? Yep. And then you see a guy like Charters, right? All full of estrogen, right? Hair thick as a, a man could have it, you know? He's probably going to have hair till he's like 100 years old if he can live that long. It's thick as it is now. And then what he does with it is he fucking butchers it and makes it look ridiculous, right? <laughs> and then uh, you're sitting there, can't even have, don't even have the ability to grow hair watching this motherfucker sit right beside you. A, with a perfectly ability to grow a nice quaffed of hair and he like does whatever's under that hat and I'll tell you I haven't seen that people I, I have not seen what's under Charter's hat yet but I bet you it's fucking ridiculous because <laughs> I've known you for enough years Charters you've gone through more looks than anybody I've ever seen in my whole life and I, we were talking about this today in the church because uh, I was saying um uh, Charters has reinvented himself more times than anybody I've ever met in my whole life. You've gone through every look. And then Brandon, we were having breakfast in, uh, in Delhi this morning. Brandon said... Oh, where at? Oh, at the Styles Cafe. Styles. And I don't mind giving him a shout out because uh, they, it was, they, were, they were high class this morning. We got treated like, like kings there, didn't you think? They had to deal with us talking for an hour. So, yeah, they were yeah, About Jesus a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Good people at Styles, yeah, for sure. and good breakfast. I like Styles Cafe for breakfast in Delhi. Mm -hmm. You know, Delhi's got a real culinary uh, scene starting here. For sure, it does. Yeah, since I've been in Delhi and this church, Delhi's got like I'll tell you the dairy freeze across the way. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give all these guys free shout outs <laughs> today. Dairy freeze across the way is not just your dairy freeze where you get a freaking soft serve ice cream cone and a hamburger, maybe a hot dog or whatever. This is fucking good food. Oh, the yeah. person that's cooking in there, Kate, she gives a shit about what she cooks. The menu is actually delicious. They have like uh, fully loaded sweet potato fries. They got like a, uh, what's the one we always get? The chicken fajita wrap? I had it for lunch with Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, I find myself there every week. It's great. Yeah, that place is phenomenal. It's, not, it's really good food. If I was doing an Anthony Bourdain or a fucking Guy Fieri or whatever that show and we come to Delhi, I'll tell this is what I'm doing with you. I'm taking you to, uh, to Delhi Submarine, right? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. We're going to go there because that's an institution in Delhi. And I don't give a shit about the food at all. I would just buy it to help them out because it's such a great place to go. I love that place, right? Always so, soccer on the TV. And one time I asked him for a submarine and I said, can you have it on brown bread? And he goes, what? <laughs> and I go, brown bread. He goes, no. And I go, why not? You don't have brown bread. He goes, uh, no one's ever asked for it. <laughs> they say, give me a sub, and it's Mike's Submarine's sub. And yeah. you just take it. It's white bread. You eat it. Old school. It tastes like, it's like usually cold cut. Jane, if I get anything from uh, Delhi Sub for my wife, and it's not just a cold cut on white bread mm -hmm. with like mayonnaise and mustard and like just. Sub sauce. Sub sauce. <laughs> That's it. Oh, there's one of those things I should have put on there. What was it? Mayonnaise, mustard, or sub sauce? Which one don't. Mayo sub sauce. Who doesn't have mustard, eh, Dave? I, I skipped the mayo. Mustard and sub sauce. Salt and pepper. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know what I remember from charters from grade school? Is that on... Uh, oh, this is good. We'll tell this before we get to a segment we call feedback. We got to we get back to Brandon. Too. What? What? In your conversation at Styles, but do this first, the hot dog. Okay. So, thank you, Dave, for directing the show. But um, we're at... Uh, when I was a kid, like a hot dog day was um, 
you know, like it was like a buck fifty or maybe three bucks for a hot dog. But my parents were like thrifty at the time because we had blue mold and like we had stuff that like made it tough and stuff. So my dad is also Dutch. He did the math and he's like, uh, you can get a hot dog for like 15 fucking cents, right? If you get the bun and you get the one wiener and you, you know, you don't have to pay three bucks or five bucks, whatever these, these shysters are asking for, the school system. So my parents figured out the solution that on hot dog day, they'd send me with a thermos with uh, two, uh, where normally my milk or my juice would go. Yeah, right. yeah but this time they're going to fill it with boiling hot water and put two <laughs> wieners in it for me. And then they gave me like all the, uh, like, uh, they gave me like a bun, but like when you try to put the wiener in, it would break the bun into two pieces and then all the condiments just run into your hand, you know, <laughs> or everybody that was getting it from the school had like big friggin' steam buns, you know, like just soft, soft so steam buns. And I'm going up there. I get to use the condiments with you guys. Right. But I didn't pay for hot dog day. I brought hot dogs in the, but like my drink is gone now. All I got is fucking wiener water to drink. You know? That's the truth. Every other day of the year, he would have milk in his thermos, and then on <laughs> hot dog day, he'd have to drink the wiener water. <laughs> that That's favorite. an old story. You used I love to. That, we, story. <laughs> that is an old story, but uh, but it was. Uh, you got free condiments though. Yeah, and their hot dogs were like fucking plump, and like you know they boiled them right at school. Mine was like. Uh, like if you were put a wiener in a hot tub for like three days and it was just all like wrinkled up and gross, you know, it wasn't the same thing. Uh, I don't blame my parents, you know, they were right. Those hot dogs were overpriced, but technically, uh, it was going to a good cause, you know, your kid's education in the school and such. Maybe they should have stopped being so cheap. I don't know. (laughs) I might have to put up with it. I might put up with Willie's feedback. After that comment. Which reminds me, we got feedback. Feedback! Motherfucking feedback. Motherfucking feedback. Oh, well. Welcome to feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This was something we should have done at the very beginning. But we do not want to wait any longer. We were going to get the lovely Jane while you guys are playing the Cookie Ladies theme song. And you know what? You can do the Bumba Rass, the I Want to Pimp Your Cookies, whatever suits your uh, uh, fancy. Go for it. While Jane goes around and delivers these treats that we got from the Cookie Lady, Susan B. They're fantastic. Cupcakes. Hey, Jane. Can you go uh, go over to Jordan, let him get a shot of those before you give them all away? Are you going to sing, Dave, or you want me to? Charters. Vocals. Oh, the vocals have to go, yeah. <laughs> Chocolate cookie. <laughs> we love the cookies. We love you, Susie. Oh, Thank you, Susie. <laughs> cookies are a favorite thing in the world. Love the cookie. What have we got? It looks so good, Susie. Susie. A mandarin, orange, and a piece of pineapple, Susie. Cupcakes. I can't get it. Cookies. I need two hands to get this delicious thing. Sweet things. Uh-huh. It's not a cookie, it's a cupcake. A cookie. So moist and delicious. I'm tasting it with my eyes, Susie. Oh, Susie. those cherries? The fruit makes me not have scurvy. <laughs> it's good for my teeth and gums. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. You did justice there. Where'd you go at the beginning of that one? Wow. 
<laughs> I was in La La Land <laughs> looking at those. Dramatic. You're just looking at the tray and fantasizing about eating those cookies. Oh my god! I was like, you know, at some point in time, someone should come in with the vocals of this jingle. <laughs> Maybe the guy that wrote the music, who writes the music for the show. What? Mm. Do you think Mike was here? Wow! I don't know what was happening. In my Do you mind. know what Mike's doing right now, Dave? <laughs> he's looking at cow's teats. Is it, it? He's looking at cow's teats at some sort of dairy show, I'm right? Pretty sure it's a dairy show. So I'm. I would think at a dairy show. What makes a good cow is a nice set of teats. Is that what you call them? Yeah, teats. You know, I've been to one of the. I've been to these dairy shows in the past because I worked in agriculture, yes. and I'll tell you, there's a, these people look forward to these dairy shows every year. These dairy farmer kids, <laughs> because what they do is they go get all their cows all fancy for the show, and then they end up bringing like a whole bunch of booze. And just drinking it, and at night they sleep like beside their manure piles. I booze out of their head, right? And it's mm. the what they look forward to every year, but sleep beside their cow shit. Mm. Eh? Sounds nice. It's called the Royal Winter Fair. Is that what's going on right now? No, no. Oh, something else, but I think. But I don't know. Maybe it is. It sounds like a good time. I you know what you. I think, Dave? I bet you. I'm just saying. I'm speculating here, but I bet you that the Royal Winter Fair is not now. <laughs> You want to know why? I have an idea. <laughs> Sometimes I say things and I wish I didn't. Has that ever happened to you guys? Yeah. You wish that would have just stayed inside yeah. your brain? Yeah. I don't think that's the one that's today. <laughs> On account of it being stinking hot, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's not winter. Not winter. Nope. You know what my favorite part of going to Royal Winter Fair was? They had a whole section just with cheese, with, no, with butter. And they would carve butter into like different sculptures and then like different people's heads and like it was different sort of statues it's all like made out of butter. Butter. Yeah. It was in a, it was in a fridge, a refrigerated display where they carved the butter and stuff. It's probably a nice medium to work with. <laughs> yeah, I think so, Dave. I would love to make a butter statue of you <laughs> because it would be so similar to the real you. Right? Yeah. Because you're made of 90% butter. Is that That's true? true. <laughs> Most humans are made of a lot of water. But you are made of butter. I'm mostly butter. <laughs> I love that. And uh, that's what I like about you. Oh. You are the, the most comprised of butter friend I've ever had. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Susan B., you've outdone yourself. And you know why I know why I believe she's outdone herself this week with these cupcakes, which are un honestly... She's going next level now. Which kind she, did you take? Mine had a mandarin orange and a piece of pineapple on it. I went with strawberry and pineapple. Um, that's the one I went with. Steve, what did you go with? Uh, I went with the uh, chocolate chip whipped cream top. I don't know if that's a cherry or a strawberry jam one, but I, I think uh, I'm going to go seconds. With, I got my eye on that one for seconds. Wes, what did you pick? Uh, it had like a chocolate cookie on it. A, a cookie on the top yeah, of it? Yeah. It's also different, eh? She she met all of our like uh, our 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 happy uh, pleasures, and she satisfied us all at once. You mm -hmm. know, that's magic. That's a magic sponsor that we have. Kevin, this is your own mother, and she she made a display like this, and you're watching her do it, right? You can see her create. You got pictures of her creating this. Oh, I'd love to have those, and then uh, and then. You get a chance when Jane comes around with a tray, right? You've been just licking your lips all day long. All day. Which one did you choose? I'm a big fan of strawberry and strawberry alone. So I went with the strawberry with Sh cream. Straight strawberry for it Kevin. Is. It is. I'm not going to eat it because of Big Dutch. But I'm going to steal it so I can have this one. Yeah, this is the one I had. My, uh, I like the fruit ones. Anyways, feedback is brought to you by Amazon. If you like to do your Amazon shopping, you can do it and like give nobody any money. And then, uh, except for the people at Amazon, which have a lot, they're pretty rich. Does this not make sense to you people that listen to this program? If you shop at Amazon, why do you just do it without giving us money? It doesn't make any sense, right? No. You're just going to give it to Steve Bezo? That's something a numbskull would do. Right? He has a lot of money. We don't. We'll spend it on candy and like sad dancing, like uh, dwarf clowns and stuff. 
Those are things we'll spend the, mo- uh, the money that you... The real things. Yeah, things that you would enjoy in life, right? How is Steve Bezo going to make your life better if you buy stuff from him and make him richer than he already is? Nothing. But if you go to Live from the Dutch Hall's website and you click on her Amazon banner, and if you don't see it, it's because you got your ad blockers on because you don't know that yet. Yeah. I'm not going to judge you for it. I am. So click them off. Do your Amazon, click on the banners, go do your shopping. Now, all of a sudden, a little bit of that money, maybe 6 to 8%, comes back to live from the Dutch Hall. We spend that on what, Dave? Candy and candy cigarettes and candy corn. And little people. Little people. Sad clowns. Sad clowns. Sad dancing. Who ride tricycles and figure eights. Or unicycles. And then when they, if they run into the, in the middle of a figure eight, then there'll be a, a smash of like little people on tricycles dressed as sad clowns. Like a figure eight race? Yeah, it's a figure eight race. So sometimes they'll smash in the middle of the eight, you know? I think that would be a real fun show. And I think we should do it before we're canceled. Absolutely. Yeah, which is December. And um, it, also, Norpak. The beef people. And that's all they got. And uh, you know what? My cousin Derek, I don't even know why I missed this, but he had a birthday. Uh, oh, god damn it. Uh, icing side down. You should, uh, you can let that go. <laughs> Lick your fingers. Anyways. Right into the microphone. Oh, I want to eat it so bad now. And now I want to eat it so bad. Do you know happy really birthday? Want... Let's play happy birthday for Derek. Happy birthday for Derek while I eat my cupcake? Oh, yeah. Derek, your army, your army electric. You know what? He's got a birthday. Let's just sing happy birthday to Derek Garmey, eh? You doing? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Derek Yarmy. He's fucking busy. Don't call him. Happy birthday. Go fuck yourself. Not Derek, but you. Yeah. People listening to the song that might think about using my cousin's services, go fuck yourself and leave him alone. He has a birthday and needs to rest. Yeah. Huh? Day of rest. Yeah. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Brought to you by CleanFlow. And CleanFlow is the greatest sponsor ever. If you don't know who they are, it's with a K, CleanFlow. You go to their website, look up their products. They're all great. I'm behind. Yeah. <laughs> Charter's the guy that wrote that bullshit. Didn't even play it. Eh? I don't need to. Eh? Well, you wrote it for Steve. Oh, I get it. Anyways, you know what? Last week's show, it wasn't just Susan B. who went out of her way to like thank us for the laughter for last week. But a lot of people were big fans of last week's show. And, you know, one of them that provided us with some feedback is uh, a good uh, friend of the show, uh, Kevin uh, Van Dungeon. He said, this is what he says. He goes, uh, holy fuck balls. The nocturnal emissions absolutely crushed it. Awesome. Way to go, fellas. That was for the Ramble On thing last oh, week. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, it was a fun one. Yeah. And then we also ended this show with the hot tub video, which was uh, <laughs> something that uh, we made years and years ago. See, what was it? It was uh, 2016. 2016? And what are we at now? It was like three years. It was three years ago. Anyways, so kind of forgot about it, right? This is pre-Wes. This is pre-Wes. <laughs> yep. It's a long time ago, yep. man. And because uh, he would have schooled us in that mustache contest charters. <laughs> yeah. And he, the you would have wore his mustache. The bottle of musk would have been too strong. Oh, he wouldn't have been allowed in the hot tub. You can't market that. No, we'd have to get find another bullish guy or make Steve go in the tub. Jeremy <laughs> would ruin the batch. Mm. What I like about you, Steve, is that you're reluctantly German, and therefore you know that you would ruin the batch. (laughs) You don't argue it. You're like, yes, I am a shameful German. I know what we've done in the wars. and I know what we've done even prior to that. We killed our Christ. Remember when I proved that one episode? (laughs) Right. Germans killed Jesus. Mm -hmm. Then they went 0 for 2 at home. Uncle Marius. 0 for 2. Quote. And you're just sitting there playing your fucking guitar, <laughs> right? <laughs> I forgot to tell everybody, uh, earlier today, 
Brandon McIntosh, who doesn't have to drive home tonight, uh, he started. Uh, he he brought out a bottle of whiskey that he brought, and it was like oh. a bottle of whiskey based on your joke. They made it just for your joke, right? Bareface. Well, it's a coincidence, but yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I got excited when I buy whiskey, but I had to buy that. Yeah, now and I'm I, drinking it. I saw Brandon drinking the whiskey. He looked like he was having such a pleasant time. That I decided to forgo uh, vodka soda and go into whiskey water, which is just my favorite. Do know? we have a bartender tonight? No, Jane said she's going to be doing it. Oh, thanks, Jane. Oh, you guys want some booze? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jane will do it. Look at her. She's prancing away. Wow. She's floating like a fairy. It's crazy. Is that offensive? <laughs> no, like a Not fairy. in this context. Why? I don't know. Isn't it obvious? Why? I can't put it into words. Context? Are you saying, Jane, she's skipping away from you? You say she looks like a fairy. You're she saying she looks floating. like a male homosexual. <laughs> that is offensive to the male homosexuals, that she's floating away like that, Not skipping. All of them. Not and all you're of them. saying, oh, she looks like a homosexual male. I'm like, I don't think that's right, Dave. I think that's offensive. Maybe you as a master industry sitting down with some of the greatest leaders in the world would know better than to just like say Thanks, something Jane. like that. I don't know. What do you think? Jane knew what I meant. Means what? That's all that matters. Anyways, the point of my story was that I saw Brandon have a good time with uh, drinking booze. <laughs> and I said, I'm in. And I got a ride home for myself tonight. So I have been um, indulging more than normal. So I'm a little wasted. So if uh, some of the things I say don't make sense, that's why. Uh, the amount of alcohol I've consumed. That happens. Yeah, yeah it happens. It's an unspoken agreement. We just started drinking booze quietly in the basement <laughs> together here. Yeah. There was no word spoken at all. It was just two people quietly pouring whiskeys, a little bit of a nod, ever so slight. That's a gentleman thing to do. Yeah, yeah. And just go a at whiskey the, and a nod. <laughs> a whiskey and a nod. All we need is a cigar. Yeah. Oh God damn it! I'd kill for a cigar right now. <laughs> eh? Whis- whiskey and a knob? Did you say? No. Oh. I didn't. No. You know what, people? I want to read the some of the feedback from the hot tub video. Um. It's actually, um, it was a big hit, Dave. You know, people liked it. Craig Franklin thought Paul Van Dyke was the star of the show. With his uh, Robot Musk, it'll put the mayonnaise, mayonnaise on your fries. fries. That was what he liked the most. But the other people, they like different parts, you know? It was really entertaining to see. Some people just wanted to tell us that, uh, oh shit. Let me do this. Technology, I gotta pay attention. Um, there we go. So, anyways, um, there we go. These are the people that commented on the hot tub post. Jen Husko, who's a great friend of ours, she also sent us an email. We're gonna get to her email later because I think she's got a good chance at uh, L O W, right? But uh, Jen Husko says, I'm crying, happy face, showing she's crying with an emoji. So that means you know it's real. Oh, the one with the tear coming out? Yeah, two tears, both eyes. Two tears. Thank you for sharing this, she said. Chris Pick says, you know Chris Pick, former guest of the show, really superstar uh, guest. He says, with those mustaches, that hot tub is man's soup. (laughs) Derek Yarmy, our sponsor of our show, who's never paid us, Says, I'm dying. Thanks for the laugh. Um, ben and Petra Laurier, my aunt and uncle, uh, they said, uh, hey, Benny. that's funny. Hope you guys have bathing suits on. And I'm like, it's not your goddamn business yeah. what we're doing. <laughs> what we do tub. in the privacy of our own hot tub is our business. You hope we have a bathing suit on? Well, I hope you mind your own fucking business. <laughs> right? How about that? Joe Rylight, who actually filmed that footage. Says, yes, so glad to see this because it finally came to fruition. <laughs> There's some more clips that we haven't shown. That's right. Uh, Steph DeWally, longtime listener and fan of the show, says, F and hilarious. And Menno Vaness, 
laugh my ass off, you know? And all those people who took the time to give us that feedback. I gotta tell you, I'm gonna scam to try to get a lot of these guys in a hot tub again. With weird facial hair, partially naked, to make up stuff. Just if that's what you like, I'll do more of it. That's my commitment to you. <laughs> Uh, anyways, that's uh, really pretty much. I want to say. Uh, oh, I have to check out one piece of Jen Husko here. She gave us an actual message, and I always like when people send us a message at live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. Hey, Jen. So, Jen says, Great show. I love the show Ramble On. And this is like lots of emojis, but I'll just like skip them. But there's lots like, um, like happy faces with hearts and like other shit I don't get. She was into it. Whatever. It's like emoji, 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 right? I love this show. Ramble On was awesome. I had never heard the Fuckhole song before. What, what a treat. A wink. Uh, the commercial is priceless. I watched it tri- twice. I'm crying. Thank you for sharing this gem. You know what, Jen? That makes it all worthwhile. If we can only strip my friend down again and put him in the hot tub and humiliate him, I would do it for you, Jen, every week. Charters, what do you think? Jen? You're the listener of the week. This is your week. And I'm going to tell you right now, Jen, you know what you get? Normally, people just get the honor and pride of being listener of the week. Mm Mm-hmm. This time, I'm telling you, when you come to the next Spiky Ball Studios comedy show, Jen, there's a lighter waiting for you. Oh, man. A lighter, and um, you know what? God damn it, I'm feeling generous. We're putting a magnet with it. A magnet and a lighter, you can do experiments with that shit. Mm-hmm. Both Spiky Ball, Jen, come to the next thing. Listen to the week. You are listening right now. You'll know to demand it when you come in the Spiky Ball Studios next time. Yep. Awesome. All right, that's it. If you'd like to give us feedback in the future, please go to uh, livefromthedutchallgmail.com or you can go to uh, Facebook, Twitter, any of that shit, you know? And we'll be on there. Now comes time. Dave, any backlash? I know you, uh, you, you, uh, the hot tub video, you're a master of industry. You're like, this is the way I picture your life, Dave. I picture you... Um, sitting around a big boardroom table, you know, and there's like people from like uh, uh, Korea and like uh, there's people from uh, like like Japan and the United States and like Germany, you know, all the major mm-hmm. like in- industrial Dif- nations, industrial you know? nations, yeah. And then and then there's you representing Canada, you know. That in my mind, you're like our industry guy that that goes up there and tells. What the, uh, one of those lights is fucky. It keeps going on and off. That's good. Go on. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this, you're representing Canada to give our take on an industry, right? That's what you do for a living. Is that pretty close? That's how it is in your mind? Yeah. That's how it is in my mind. You're like that big of a deal. I learned in a philosophy class in, in university one time that if it exists in your mind, then it exists in reality. Right. So that's true. Then you are that. It's true to you. That's all that matters. It's a big deal. Like, uh, I see people that treat you like a big deal. I've seen it with my own two eyes. Like, people that will see you and then treat you like you're not what I see at all, which is, like, not that good, right? Um, But, like, uh, they treat you like you're something important, like you've accomplished something in your life, you know? Which I think is really impressive, but I don't understand it at all, right? Mm. Because you're so unimpressive to me, you know? But, um... <laughs> Kevin's laughs are the best. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> I no, couldn't even get through that whole insult before. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That's a lot anyway, what it's like, yeah. Uh, it's a lot what it's like. You and yes. the other masters of industry sitting around. Anyways, uh, I, did you get any grief? I heard you had to make huge uh, changes in your life in order to escape the possible black backlash. I took a couple weeks off just to, you know, let the dust settle. It's like when Kim Kardashian put out that sex video with like Ray J, you know, 
And they're like, Kim, man, you better like lay low for a couple weeks till people forget about this. And then she's like, no, man, I'm riding this thing out. I'm letting everyone know I sucked that guy's dick or whatever, you know? Yeah. And then uh, you're like opposite of Kim Kardashian. You don't yeah. want to ride this thing to the top. You're going to like I'm take hoping the for steam some, like, out of it. I'm hoping for some natural disaster or like that. I went down to Brazil and lit some fires in the rainforest, just fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Douche. Do you remember when Lawrence Fishburne's uh, daughter did Steve. porn? You remember? Nope. <laughs> well, she did. Lawrence Fishburne, you know him from The Matrix. Uh, the Matrix, yeah. Take His daughter pill? did porn, and it was like a big story. And then something bigger happened, and then no one cared about Lawrence Fishburne's daughter doing porn. And it really ended her porn career. It was sad for her, but like it was good for Lawrence Fishburne because people stopped talking about his daughter doing porn. <laughs> and then so, shortly after that, someone confused. Uh, oh, what's the actor's name? Um, Samuel L. Jackson. Someone confused him with Lawrence Fishburne because Lawrence Fishburne was so popular after that. After what? After, after being the mistaken? news about his daughter, everyone thought that everyone, every black actor was Lawrence Fishburne after that. <laughs> oh, and they thought Samuel Jackson had a daughter that was important too. They just and like Wesley Fishburne. Snipes had a daughter that was important too, and like Eddie Murphy had a daughter important. They thought it were all the same guy. There's a video where Samuel L. Jackson gets mad at the interviewer because they call him Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if it was the same time, but... It doesn't matter because it's funny. If you fuck up and you call a black guy the wrong name and another black guy... What an idiot. You look like shit, dude. You're not going to get over that one yeah. anytime soon. You better make sure you get that fucking guy's name right or call him a white guy's name because then you're safe, right? <laughs> if you don't know his name, just call him Paul McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> He's fine. You're fine. Right? You're like, you're not Paul McCartney? Oh, at least I'm not racist. I don't see color. Right? You try to guess at which black guy he is, you're fucked. Are you Tay Diggs? Like, damn it. I don't even know who Tay Diggs is. I wouldn't be able to pick him out of a lineup. Who's another famous black guy that people would know that I wouldn't? Oh, like every guy that's got a Lil in the front of his name. I don't know who the fuck that is. The Wayans family? I know all the Wayans is. They're, they're, they're comedians. But the, the, but the Lil Peep or whatever, I don't know what the fuck that is. Mm. I don't follow those circles. You or know? anyone with a one-word name? Madonna. Mm. I know who she is. Or like Cher. Drake. Drake, I know who he is. He's the Raptors cheerleader. <laughs> right? I know some stuff. I just don't choose to handle most pop culture bullshit because it's stupid, right? Anyways, I want to uh, end this show with a game that I did. I put together for you fellas. Okay. And it's called, uh, How Well Do You Know the Nocturnal Emissions? All right, well, we're gonna start. I have a book somewhere in one of these pockets. Oh, there it is. So we're gonna start with Whiskey or Wes Hagen's. We just lost one fifth, one sixth of the nocturnal emissions. No, no, he'll be back. I got a question okay. for Kevin too. But we're gonna start with Whiskey Wes Hagen's. So Wes, I'm gonna ask you a question. The rest of the members of the nocturnal emission on stage are gonna try to figure out how you would answer this question. Okay. While they're like speculating on what's going on in your mind, you calmly sit there and say nothing and like uh, just realize how stupid they are and then wait to, for them to run out of steam and then tell them your real answer, right? Because they have no business getting into your head and trying to think what Whiskey West Haggins thinks, right? Anyways, here's a question. You're on a lifeboat, a lifeboat, right? One person has to be thrown off the lifeboat and it ain't gonna be you, Wes. Because you're too precious. It's one of these four bass players that are on this lifeboat with you. You're going to have to throw overboard or you're going to sink to the bottom of the ocean and all perish. But one of these guys you got to kill. It's either John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Paul McCartney from Wings, <laughs> and Les Claypool from Primus. It's easy. It's easy, Dave? What do you think Wes is, who's going to Wes throw over? Paul McCartney from Wings. <laughs> <laughs> How about if I said Paul McCartney from the Beatles, same answer? 
I would say Paul McCartney from the Beatles. Is it who Wes is going to throw over? That's my guess. Steve, what do you think? Uh, it's a solid guess. It's, that's, you think he's going to throw over Paul McCartney? Nah, he's not going to do it in anyone else. Uh, Brandon, do you know? You're just going to go strictly on you, on what you think of Wes. I'm not dissing Paul McCartney on his bass skills, but the others are way better. <laughs> Wes, who are you going to kill? Paul McCartney in a heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, you guys do know each other. So All right, let's go. Let's go try to raise this up a notch. I'd like to turn it up to uh, Stephen, the reluctant German. Okay. Steve, the reluctant German. This is your question. Okay. You have to choose either Fish, the band, mm-hmm. or the Grateful Dead. One of those two bands will live forever. The other bands will have all of its catalog destroyed so it's removed from history that it's not part of any memory whatsoever oh okay i told you to pay your internet bill god damn it peter for fuck's sakes one more amazon check we would have had it Fuck. You guys want to play something? <laughs> Give us a sweet lick on the keys over there. Yeah, play some piano, piano man. I don't think it's hooked up. No, That's I don't know how to play the piano. <laughs> <laughs> back apparently we are back all right we're back sorry about the technical difficulties we're gonna get back to steve the reluctant german's question yeah. for how well do you know the nocturnal emissions steven yeah man fish or the grateful dead you have to wipe out one of their catalogs from history completely the other one can live forever i want to ask david you know you've been to a fish concert with steve we never talked about he's opened your eyes to fish you've seen his love for it right you also have been with him you know, they know his love for the Grateful Dead. Yep. Which one would he choose? And I, I was exposed to the Grateful Dead as a like in my younger days, I guess. Never really listened to Fish at all until I met Steve. Went to a concert with Steve to Fish. Talked to Steve about Fish since then. Hands down, 100%, Steve will go for Fish. He's going to kill Fish? To, no, Fish gets to live on, and uh, the Grateful Dead is wiped from the face of history. Really, with no with no cover bands, no nothing. nothing. They They've can't. never existed. Okay, you're going. He's going to take fish over Grateful Dead. Yeah. Wes, what do you think? I would have thought he would keep the Grateful Dead. Okay, and Brandon. Yeah, there's no fish without the Grateful Dead. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> yeah, man. Drum roll. What do you think? I am going to uh, say goodbye to fish. Are you killing fish, keeping the Grateful what? Dead, the grandfather yeah. of it? Charters, you are the idiot in this whole thing. You're dead to me, Steve. <laughs> well, now we got Kevin, the French really? tickler. He's back again. Yeah. We're going to go back to a lifeboat. Kevin, yes, sir. you have a lifeboat. You are too precious again. Same as with Wes. 
you cannot throw yourself overboard, but you have four drummers here. And now that I'm looking at this, I feel like I have to get another fourth pick here. But I'm still going to do it. <laughs> Ginger Baker, Taylor Hawkins, Neil Pert from Rush. I was going to say Ginger Baker's from uh, Cream, right? Taylor Hawkins from uh, Foo Fighters. And Alanis Morissette. Analyst Morissette, yeah. Jagged little, jagged little pill. Dave sang every word of that <laughs> tape in my ear on a road trip one time, and I punched him in his throat. That's a great album. Uh, Neil Pert from uh, Rush, or Ringo Starr. So you're like Ginger Baker, Taylor Hawkins, Neil Pert, Ringo Starr. You got to throw one of them overboard. Neil Pert. Oh shit! No one got to guess wow, on that one. I would not have guessed but that. But no though. one would have guessed Neil Peart. That I would have went Ginger it. Baker. No, I would have went Ringo Starr, actually. Mm-hmm. So would I. But I thought you were going to put John Bonham in there. Uh, I didn't. I would have put. I would have guessed that Kevin would have went with uh, um, Ginger Baker as well uh, because he's a miserable dick, but he's actually so um, inventive. And if you really look at the drummers. As a whole, I'd say Ringo Starr is easily the one you'd throw overboard to chum for sharks because he's so not talented, right? Like Ringo Starr is, uh, like when I listen to the Beatles channels on Sirius XM and they all of a sudden throw a Ringo song in, you're like, oh God, it's like going to a wedding, you know? It's really bad. (laughs) It's like, how did this guy play in the Beatles? Like he's not close to being talented. (laughs) Kevin, what do you got against Neil Peart? Um, too much? Too hyped. Just too overhyped. Wow. Uh, all of the drummers listed there are drummers that are subpar to the drummers that I idolize and look up. Who's the, who would you say is the greatest? Ginger, in that listing that you gave me, I would probably have to list Ringo as being the greatest drummer. Oh. Because wow. of how he plays to the song. Oh yeah, yeah. None of the other drummers in that group will play to a song the way that Ringo would. So that's right. where Ringo excels as a drummer. He knows uh, his, he knows his role and and plays to the song. Yeah, but as far as technic- technical ability and and where their roots kind of come from, I'd go with Ginger Baker because he comes from African drumming, Latin yeah, yeah. jazz. He was a he's very idol, inventive. Um, idol of jazz greats and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Ringo, though, uh, to be fair, one of my favorite quotes of all time was when they asked uh, John Lennon, do you think Ringo Starr is the greatest drummer in the world? And he said, I don't even think he's the greatest drummer in the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> and then that, to me, is Paul like... Paul McCartney's f- a great drummer. Yeah, yeah Paul McCartney is awesome. said to have redone all the White Album stuff. They made Ringo go home and he redid it all. <laughs> and <then laughs> Dave Grohl did the same thing, right? With, uh, I don't know what album it was, but a Foo Fighters album. I'm going to say something that you may or may not find controversial, Dave, but I'm going to suggest that Jack White redid all of Meg White's uh, drums for the entire White Stripes catalog. Not all of them, no. For the whole catalog, I'm saying. Maybe the the early releases were done in studio live. Together, yeah. yeah. But but when they started doing... Probably since then. Yeah, that's what I think. And then live, she got to play. But no, there's no way he would let he her He was play. still playing the drums just while he played guitar. Like yeah. Looking at her and nodding at her. Keep time to my head. Yeah. Snare. She just had strings attached to her like a puppet. Just like. <laughs> I don't mean to, to, to disparage the poor woman, but like he chose her because she would make it harder for him to be good, right? Yeah, he liked that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So like it was just because she was such a unique, like a weird drum player, yeah. and she wasn't really. She's just keeping time, right? Ringo too just kept kept time, didn't he? Anyways, Kevin, Kevin you know what I like about this game? We're getting to know each other like better. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's talk about the newest member of the Nocturnal Emissions, Brandon McIntosh. Done such a great job filling in for Whiskey Wes Higgins over the last couple of weeks. Yep. I'm, I'm just back up, back up everything, back up bongos, back up. It's a conga. Now, I don't know if you know about Brandon McIntosh. Brandon McIntosh, he happens to be quite a, uh, a reader. He reads a lot into the, uh, 
into things that maybe other people don't read into, and he kind of is open-minded as to what's going on in the world. Too much so. Too much so, some might say. So that being said, which does Brandon believe there is the most probability of being real? Bigfoot? Aliens? Ghosts? Or lizard people? Steve? Uh, I say he believes in aliens 100%. Aliens above all the rest of those. Yes. Okay. I think it's ghosts. Kevin? <laughs> aliens. Aliens. And let's see what Brandon has to say. You're all wrong. Sasquatch. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Oh, for the layman. For the layperson. You know what? I'm going to tell you guys all that you guys just blew that question right out of the water. I knew it wasn't Maybe aliens. after the show one time, you sit down, talk to Brandon, get to know him. Huh? You ever think about that? Ever treat him like a human? Maybe find out what like aliens, but you know, they could be any. They could be interdimensional. They could be time travelers. They could. You don't know. You do not know. Sasquatch is a big, big monkey in the woods. It's easy to. The honest thing about Sasquatch. Straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. How could he not exist? Yeah. Well, do you know when the when uh, or she? (laughs) Well, they'd have to have both because they fucking make more of them, right? So they'd have he's and she's, that, oh, yeah. that one. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, the, they had like a Native uh, American tribe uh, that was like eight foot tall, like people. They have skeletons of them in the, in the uh, uh, what's that, Smithsonian in, in the Washington, yep. in the basement. They don't display them, eh? but they have them in the basement in storage. Eh? Eight foot skeletons with two rows of teeth, you know, that's what they were. And guess what? They all got killed by the new people coming over from Europe or whatever. So let's say a couple of these giants went up to the mountains and said, let's stay away from these fucking people, right? Every time the people get close, they go deeper in the bush. Is it not uh, yeah. probable that Brandon McIntosh here is the smartest one of all of us? They just I would get say hairier so. and hairier. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't say I'm the smartest. But, uh, it's possible. Well, also, they probably fuck bears up there because they got lonely. Whatever they can. That gets them hairier, right? Yep. Yeah. I saw Nell. <laughs> Shit's real. Did Jodie Foster fuck a bear in that movie? It was in the outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> she just did it. That was the method acting part of it, eh? She's like, I think this character would understand better if the actor playing it fucked a bear. <laughs> right? Anyways, let's finish this show up with one last question for Dave the Rooster Charters. Everyone's going to have to answer this. Dave, please hold your answer to the very end. Dave, you're a Jack White fan. Is that true? Yep. Would you say you're a pretty big Jack White fan? Yeah. Okay, let's Probably say... my favorite artist. Favorite artist? Yep. If Jack White got bit on the head of his penis by a poisonous snake... <laughs> Would you suck the poison out? What do you think, Brandon? Would Dave suck the poison out of Jack White's penis? Absolutely. Be a man. Just suck it out. Just suck it. <laughs> Wes, what do you think Dave's going to do? I would hope not. But <laughs> <laughs> think of the albums you're going to miss. Yeah, you're going to miss a whole bunch of albums if you don't suck that poison out. You're going to have no more Jack White music. you got to like deal with what you got. You'll get a guest spot on his album for sure. He'll at least give you some liner <laughs> notes. Shout out. He'll give you th- thanks for charge for sucking the poison out. <laughs> and the liner notes. Wouldn't that be worth it? It's a picture of the, sali- <laughs> the saliva in the dirt after I spit it out. <laughs> no, you got to swallow it. That's the deal. That's the deal. I think that's understood. That's you got to swallow the poison, don't you? To get rid- <laughs> no, no, you spit that poison out, Dave. Sorry. I forgot. I thought I was, I was talking jizz, but you <laughs> would spit the poison out. Okay, so Kevin, what do you think Dave would do? Uh, I think like he's doing right now, he'd think about it for a good little bit. <laughs> uh, I think he'd do it. Yeah, you'd do it. Steve? Yeah, heroes suck dick, eh, Dave? So only <laughs> Wes has faith that you will not suck Jack White's dick in order to save his life. Uh, what would you do, Dave? It turns out Wes is the smartest one out of all of you. You'd let him die? He's sitting there with a snake bite in his dick. You're gonna let him die. No, I would. Uh, I I like numbers and mathematics, and I think the odds of him dying from a snake bite are probably not that good. There's not that many snakes 
uh, even in North America that would kill you with a snake bite, even like a rattlesnake. Or yeah, a rattlesnake will fucking kill you, dude. No, that's a you, tender spot. No, on dick. you go right and you get dick? treatment, and you're sick for a while. Maybe your dick falls off, but <laughs> you'll be all right. That would, sti- you that would stifle his, I would his rush him. Career. I would rush him to the nearest medical facility. That's what I would do. And, and ask somebody else to suck the poison out. Whatever they do at the And just whack facility. off watching it, eh? You suck, dirty dog. I don't... Well, everybody. That's a good way to end this program. That's a real shocker for me, actually, to end this program like that. Because I would thought Dave would have fucking ran to his cock, you know? <laughs> I would never have thought that you would have done that, Dave. So hats off. Hey, we're all learning things tonight. <laughs> yeah. We did get to know each other a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Guys, if you enjoyed this program, I don't understand. But uh, please tell a friend. And, uh, and you can always give us feedback. <laughs> Live from the DutchHall at gmail.com. You can also go to uh, Dutch Hall on Instagram and Twitter. We're live from the Dutch Hall on Facebook. We're everywhere on that core and all the bullshit LinkedIn. Yeah. Other than that, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Hit it, fellas. Oh.